Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz. As always, sponsored by the beautiful and delicious Strange Lamb Brewery. Here for any and all occasions. <laughs> you jumped the gun and prematurely ejaculated on the last uh, the last episode of our college show. Um, this is our pro show. Still Tuesday, April the 18th, where when we're recording. If you're listening, it's going to be Friday the 21st. Could be Thursday the 20th. Oh, it is going to be 420 on Thursday. Hmm. Chad's going to be in Jamaica having a good old time. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be doing nothing. Jaman. 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 So, as always, recording from Austin, Texas, the greatest city in the world. And if you're listening to us, you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, every episode we post will be on SoundCloud and iTunes, so please... Subscribe and follow. Give us some uh, five-star reviews on iTunes. Share us with your friends. Let us know that you're listening. Tell us how we're doing, if we're screwing up, if we're doing great. Let us know. We want to hear about it. Um, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. We'll get to our Twitter handle here in a bit. Um, but we got some some uh, some show business to address. We, uh, we will. Got a recap. You know, weekend one of... Not only the NBA playoffs, but we also have the NHL playoffs. Yeah, we do. We have a special guest, maybe uh, our new NHL hockey expert, uh, to come talk with us and um, tell us how wrong we were in making our picks (laughs) for the Stanley Cup uh, two weeks ago. Um, Got some first impression picks for some playoff games coming up Thursday and Friday. And then, uh, man, I can't wait to talk about the Big Three League. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. Um, but uh, we were talking about our, our sponsor, Strangeland, and we do have to talk about their um, their party coming up. It's the official IPA Pink Flamingo release, uh, the first IPA that Strangeland has officially launched, and this will be going out to um, local distributors in the uh, Austin and surrounding areas with the flagship collection. Mm. Um, so that's going to be pretty exciting. bunch of never-released beers. So I got a, a watermelon IPA. Um, they're going to serve that in a watermelon, which is going to be interesting. Um, you know, IPA melon, a sour wit, 
which uh, I think I tried at the two-year anniversary. The sour was pretty good. Um, got a peach pills. That is going to be really good. The, yeah, the peach will be good. Hibiscus honey saison. Uh, saison. Um, I, I love the uh, the plowshare, so anything that they throw in that is pretty good. And then the, the big one that I'm looking forward to trying, if I'm able to make it out there, uh, is the ghost pepper maple syrup pills. Mm. Uh, Zach and I will be doing. Yep, yeah, that's a drink. Uh, <sighs> tell them about the the ultimate disc game we're gonna be doing. Yeah, Spencer and I will be broadcasting the AUDL second home Damn. game for the Austin Soul. Um, so we'll be out at against House the Park. former AUDL champions. The Pass. current 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 champions. Current the Dallas champions. Roughnecks are coming down the 35 corridor. Um, it'll be the first home game against the Roughnecks this season. Where are they from? Dallas. <laughs> Yeah, from <laughs> Dallas. Um, should be a really good game. Uh, game starts at seven. Is at House Park. House Park again, where we were last, uh, I guess, a week and a half ago, for the season opener, uh, season home opener. And you know, I, I'm gonna buy a ticket just to go out and drink a couple of these special release beers. I think. What well, opens up pretty early? What time is it open at? Two o'clock. That's They're right. gonna be open at two. So I'm gonna go have a couple of a uh, couple of strange lands, then make my way down to House Park. And uh, do the game, but I'm probably gonna miss out on the uh, the fantastic seafood boil that's gonna be going on. Um, shrimp, crab, crawfish, uh, a little bit of sausage and veggies in there with all of that. Here's the thing: I I, w- I wouldn't want those delicious foods to go to waste. Those crustaceans. Uh, I'll take your crustacean. I'll listen to how good it was. How's that? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Let us know. I'm I'm gonna be really upset when I miss it. Wait till I say how good it was. I'll be <laughs> real upset. <laughs> Um, so $25 gets you in, gets you a uh, special release um, Pink Flamingo IPA glass, two pours, uh, two full beers there with that glass, and then um, there's also going to be the seafood as we mentioned. Um, they accept cash and, and card if you want to drink a little bit more than the two free ones, so go check it out. And just to throw it out, at the last party, they were pretty liberal with the, the beer they were pouring. Yeah. It was... There was no shortage of beer. Let's just say that. There was not. And was they will definitely time. be fully stocked this, this coming weekend, especially with the uh, the new Pink Flamingo. Um, Ooh, they tweeted out a picture of the, uh, the, the tap handle. Yeah, I oh, saw it. That's beautiful. Looks gorgeous. I saw it. Uh, so go follow Strangeland on Twitter, at Strangeland Brew. You can follow us on Twitter, at SportsBuzzTX. Uh, obviously, SportsBuzz and Strangeland are both on Facebook. So go search us and find us on there. Give us a like. Um, I'm on Twitter at Spencer underscore Spillman with one L. My co-host, old Coach Bean, is at FringeBean89. Ballad is at ZBallad. And our missing exactly. our missing co-host, Chad Goodall, is at Mr. Chad Goodall. Um, and if you're following along at home... Play the Z game with us. Play the Z Spencer's game. Spencer's already drank once. If you didn't, if you didn't listen, anytime we say, if I say my co-host or my producer's name, if anybody does, it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It gets confusing. So we're trying to get nicknames. My co-host is now at Coach Bean. Ballad is at. Uh, it's just gonna be Ballad as a from now on. So. But I'm um, at Coach B now. We are drinking every time we say oh, the Z word, if we say their name. I'm going to have to create a parody Twitter account. New Twitter account. At Coach Bean. At fake Coach Bean. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into our pro I show. I don't understand. 
get into the pro show and uh you know about you've been slacking a little bit on something you really really were excited to do tell us about it i'll take offense with that um a little bit of show business but we we're all been slacking you know we i've shared the you the run, recap you run the show twitter account so i try we both do oh yeah. i don't i don't do anything coach means pretty uh, active on this uh as well but last week we introduced and we're doing so the z's are screwing up They're, the z's are sleeping taking some z's <laughs> seems appropriate um but last week we introduced and we're going to start tweeting matthew mcconaughey every day until he either calls in or comes live in person on our podcast for those who don't know matthew mcconaughey lives in austin we're based in Austin. It seems simple enough. His and, mom lives in Georgetown. He's a friend of uh, my grandpa, so maybe uh, I can reach out to him. That's what I'm saying. And and we got the idea from the guy who tweeted uh, Sergio Garcia. How yeah. many times? Like 206 days in a row? Yeah, a bunch. Um, so we're trying to do that same thing, but we got off to a really bad start. We can start, Ser- we can start hitting up Sergio because now he's got a place in Austin. He's marrying a woman from the University of Texas. Her dad... Played for Daryl K. Rula for three seasons. I here's, mean, Spencer, here's guys, the thing. don't get too excited because we can't even we can't even handle one celebrity that we're tweeting. Every <laughs> Whose day. fault is that? Uh, I would say it's a shared effort. Um, it's not a shared effort on my part because I don't even remember what the the login that. is. I don't. I only look at my own, and that's enough of of a hard work. So I guess I, I guess the Z's will take this one because the stub the buck stops with me <laughs> and this other Z guys, Coach Bean. The only thing the only time I get on Twitter. Really is to is to post my golf polo challenge, my our April polo challenge, check in and show you guys that I was wearing a polo for the day. And I gotta be honest, you you talk about being on Twitter all the time. You guys can't even post a golf polo picture. I mean, this was part of the rules. I haven't seen a post. I don't remember since when. Yeah, we we had check tape on that. But, um, you know, the, here, here's a lesson learned for the podcast and for listeners out there. You can't make a challenge without any sort of repercussions or rewards. There, there, There's just been no motivation to, to get that picture up. And Pride. Again, Pride. You and said again, you could do it. You said you could do it, and you've, you're, you failed. I, I you won- failed in like a week. Hey, I, I wondered e- if I could do it. Easy to say when you got two months worth of polos sitting in your closet. I gave up because weekends are for fun. I don't wear polos on the weekend. Well, I'll be honest. I, you know, I wore a. I went floating the river with a buddy of mine who's home, uh, back visiting his family. He lives in Wales now. Floated this early? Oh yeah. How was it? Oh man, it was great. I got nice. burnt to shit. I was a <laughs> lobster on my on the front of my body. Um, but you know, I wore a tank top there, but I took that off obviously to float the river. But as soon as I got home, I thought, I gotta put a polo on. That's the first thing I thought about when I got home, put it on, wore it the rest of the night, took a picture, sent it in to Twitter. I'm going strong. Here's the thing, you you are definitely winning the golf polo challenge. But, I've won. I've won. You guys quit. No, I, I you can't win unless you complete it out. So right, that's fair. Uh, I'll be looking for those tweets. Okay. Uh, per your uh, apparently or Memory, that is the qualification, is you have to tweet out a picture. Maybe check the tape on it, but uh, I won't. You know, check it. Um, check it. But next challenge I propose that we have rewards as well as consequences, because that will make it much more Okay. Consequences uh, always make our bets more interesting. Yeah. They do. They do. They absolutely I, I do. I still got to pay up on one for us. And then you have... That one still owes me $5, so... 
That's out there. And you saw a Popeye sign, so we're all yeah. we're all in debt right now. We're all in debt. Welcome um, to America. One more piece of show business, right? Yeah, we do have one more piece of show business. Um, our co-host, who's not here currently. Yeah, you listen to me, you crazy old cracker. <laughs> <laughs> That's talking to you, Chad. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's been missing. Haven't heard from him much. MIA. He's definitely not competing in the uh, April Polo Challenge. He he failed early on, like before you screwed up. Yeah, which is um, Chad failed day one. So, <laughs> you know, he finally reached out to us. Apparently, he's in Jamaica. Finally found a signal. Yeah. <laughs> or he finally remembered through the the smoke and and filled room. Uh, down there in Jamaica to Texas and say, hey, I'm in Jamaica, guys. From the incense. I'll be here. Yeah, the incense, <laughs> not the uh, other stuff. Um, he's going to be there on 420, which is going to be interesting for him. But he'll be back next week. Interesting day. You know, and month. You know, being that he's our basketball expert and that we are through the first couple of games uh, in the NBA playoffs, it's it feels... Almost like sabotage. He's not here. He's leaving us to talk NBA playoffs, um, which we're not very good at. I think he's just really sad that Miami had to take an early fishing trip. <laughs> Maybe he went fishing with them in Jamaica. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know Maybe the details. The um, Here's my theory. It's like Vegas when you're in Jamaica. You don't really. What happens in Jamaica stays in Jamaica, you know, Jamima? I think Jamima. you maybe heard our comments on how upset we were that he won the March Madness bracket, and he's just kind of hiding. He, he might not even be in Jamaica. He just made a total stat. As an excuse to not be here. Fake news. Probably fake news. Um, but, hey, Chad, you know what? Well, you're the expert. And uh, wondering when you're going to return, so... He said next week, I think. I'm officially filing a missing persons report yeah. on Twitter, where all the... It's been more important. than three days. It's so, been a lot more than that. It's been like three weeks. Um, You know, maybe next week. Who knows, though? He could be gone for months. We'll see. We'll see. Um, But I got to be honest. I haven't eaten anything since lunch. Getting pretty hungry. Ooh. I could use some wings, man. Can you think you can get working on that? I could definitely... You got us a sponsor, right? Did they send them in? Oh, I wish that was the case. Come on. It's a wing place right down the road. I know. And I talked to them. And uh, made, made the number one sales uh, sin of all. Left mine, didn't get theirs. Didn't, didn't get the contact info I needed. So I'll head back. And I'm not going to say their name until they give us a sponsorship. Okay. Um... But yeah, I think it's probably time to go make some wins. Time to get working on that. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA. Yeah, keep it under 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes. All right. Oh, uh, cool all right. We'll see how we can do. Um, don't mess up. All right. So let's talk your, your Boston. Boston Celtics and uh, the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls. Game one was interesting. Came to Boston. Uh, man, there's a lot of storylines surrounding this series right now. Um, super unfortunate. Well, uh, shout out to Isaiah Thomas and his family. Our yeah. prayers are with you, obviously. Yeah. Um, his sister died in a car accident last what, week. Twenty so years old. Twenty two, I believe. 
Somewhere around the early twenties. So young, very young. Way too young to go. Um, yeah. Super tragic event. It was. Um, and especially for someone like me who is a Boston fan and who does kind of get absolved in in what these players do and what they mean to us, it's it's hard, man. When you, when you love it's a team, so hard. yeah. When you love a team, even if you don't, I mean, you know. Well, maybe we'll talk about it in our nightcap, but you know Heath Miller. Was it Heath? Uh, Jeff Heath. No, not Jeff Heath. Uh, the the tight end. What tight end that, that accidentally hit and killed his daughter, his three year old daughter, the retired tight end. Oh, I don't even know. You don't heard about know this? the story. Um, we'll talk about it in our nightcap, but you know, even <laughs> if it's not your team, you feel a sense of emotion, and you know, for Isaiah. To lose a sibling, I can't even imagine. You know, my brother and I are so close. I know you and your sister are so close. I know yeah. Ballad and his siblings are so close. You know, you kind of put it almost... You feel it. In, yeah, you, you put it, it in your own situation and imagine what they're going through, and you can't even imagine because you don't want to. It's almost it's like... too much. To me, it's almost like you want to empathetically feel that pain to take it away from them in a sense you know what i mean like you want to absolve them of what they're feeling and and because because what they because what they do is not it's not who they are and and that's kind of the bigger thing in sports and and especially fans you know in, in that game you know you see the fans erupt in a standing well, ovation saw, when he makes his first shot. You like saw it's... Isaiah emotional before the game and, and shoot around, and then yeah, you're right. When he hit his first shot, I saw it all. I standing saw... ovation went nuts, and you know, Boston's one of those cities. It's like Boston's not a huge city. That's where you had the Boston Marathon. And, exactly. And, I mean, they just they and the stuff that happened. Taking this stuff, we may we may try know? and squeeze in if we can if we can move this along uh, about the Boston Marathon as well, but. You know the city rallies around their athletes and the and the people. They rally around each other. Yes, it's, it's a family. The whole the city's a family, yeah. and that's that's what we're getting to is, you know, the family of sports. We we don't feel it the way the players feel it, obviously, but we feel it as fans, and we feel it as we we consider ourselves part of the team. You know, and that's one of those things in sports you you consider yourself part of the team, and so that was really cool. Um, Isaiah tore it up. What did he finish with? 34, 36 points? Something like that, yeah. Um, but they just, they fell just short at the end, and, and, uh, Chicago hit their free throws, and it was so close all the way to the end, and Boston almost got the steal there late. Um, just they, one of those games where I think a, too much happened yeah. too quickly around yeah. everyone, and, and instead of everyone just saying all right this is for isaiah focus on what we have to they were all there for isaiah and like either way it's good to see but you see that it just took a little bit off the edge of of the celtics in this game especially for a game one at home yeah and unfortunately Um, right now boston is down nine points uh obviously if you're listening they're either won or lost at this point but um so yeah you know sports is family and it was it was a weird deal it was a sad deal but um, within that game, you know, we had a weird, a weird moment. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and give, give a quick moment of silence to uh, Dwayne Wade's ups. If you haven't seen this video, um, we've posted it out on Twitter, right? Yes. Uh, so we posted it on our Sports Buzz TX Twitter. So go check out the video of Dwayne Wade 
And we're going to give a quick moment of silence, pour one out for, uh, for Dwayne Wade's ups, give a little RIP to his ups. All right, that's probably enough. And now we can enjoy this because Dwayne Wade it's getting hilarious. stuffed by the rim is awesome, man. Oh, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, I mean, it all starts with a really good steal coming off of a, yeah. an ill-advised pass. It wasn't pass. a good pass. Yeah, and Dwayne Wade takes it down. Isaiah Thomas hustles back, cuts in front of Dwayne Wade just to kind of make him think about Doesn't his route jump, a little though. bit. Doesn't no, even jump. He's not trying to defend, not trying to take the foul, and Dwayne Wade goes up and gets one-handed straight rim s- checks. Duffed by the rim. Rim In front of the rim. I mean, he couldn't even get up to, like, bounce it off the back of the rim, no. which is what is no, front of the better. Rim. It was rim front of the rim. Rim hard. Um, man, that was – and then Boston got the ball right back, so <laughs> no harm, no foul. It was, it was bad. R.I.P. Uh, to Dwayne Wade's knees, his R. ups, his legs. His, took, yeah, his knees are done. His whole career. He's done. Uh, let's move on talk a little bit of um, the Warriors and Trailblazers out in the West. Um – the game was closed for a while. Trailblazers just hang, hung in there. Um, ended up winning 121 to 109. Um, so, Zach. Uh, yeah, you're going to hit a drink for that. I didn't say it. No, you were going to say it. I didn't hit the C. I didn't hit the C. You got two thirds. That's, that's enough. That's enough in my book. That's weak, dude. If it was valid, I'd be If it was valid, I'd be good. If it was valid, I'd be 50 50. Come on. If it was valid, we'd give you a coin toss, but, you know. Two-thirds, that's too much. All right. I'll drink, but are you good with uh, Draymond Green's trash talk? Man, I'm just... I'm not a Draymond Green fan, and this is coming from somebody who likes to be the villain, honestly, like that. <laughs> yeah, you do. I, I do get in, enjoyment out of being a villain and being the, sure. the guy that plays psychological games. But at this point, man, like, you're just a reality star to me. Like, you're Jersey Shore to me. You're not anything, and, like... What sucks is that that takes away from Draymond Green because Draymond Green is a really good basketball player. But it's these yeah. antics that he makes a part of his his bravado or his personality or his character. Whatever it is, it's it, like, it's, it's a mental thing for him. It's like Rodman. It's like Rodman. The hair and the personality but, after he got his fame, after see, winning Defensive Player of the Year. But to me, like Rodman is like, I'm going to do all this appearance stuff, but I'm going to play basketball, I'm going to pretty much put my head down and just do the work, and then all the talking I'll do on the side, right? Draymond tends to talk during, before, after. I mean, it doesn't matter when, Draymond's going to run his mouth, and that's what I don't like. That's what I'm not... I don't know how he has enough... I don't know how he has enough air in his lungs to play a basketball game with as much as he talks. Um, I mean... Just play the game, man. I mean, you look at guys like Kawhi Leonard and I guess you could say Kevin Durant early on before he started kind of talking a little trash. But you look at guys like Kawhi especially. Play the game. If you have anything to say, say it to the officials. Um, but just just go out there and play. Um, I'm not really good with the trash talk, especially when you win by almost 20 points. Um, let's talk Rockets and Thunder. Rockets destroyed this game. It was close at halftime. It was close to three quarters, honestly. And the Rockets started pulling away in the third. Um, but, towards the end, yeah. But, um, you know, you had the, kind of the reuniting of 
James Harden and Russell Westbrook in the playoffs. They haven't been on the same court in the playoffs since they were on the same team and got swept in the finals by the Heat. And (laughs) Harden has clearly done his homework and done his work on the court in shoot-arounds and practices because he looked so good. He was putting guys' careers on possible end. I mean, it was it was career-ending watch for some guys. And he was crossing people up several times and then just driving right to the hole, layup. Or crossing people up, hitting up, stand-up three. and Or it's driving, getting the two or three defenders and kicking it. You kicking know it I mean? to Patrick like Beverly, who was on fire. Or Ariza, who was on fire. Uh, and Eric, Eric Gordon, who Gordon, had yeah. a great night. It was... The Thunder looked like the team that I've been talking so much shit about all season long. They looked young. They looked inexperienced. They looked outperformed all game long. They looked like the lesser of a unit against the Rockets. Um, Russell Westbrook obviously tried to take over early on and was cold. You know, he finished with a double-double. I think he was at three, seven assists. Three assists. Seven right. assists. Um, but he finished with, like, 12 to 15 turnovers. I mean, he turned the ball over a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to. That's the problem is he has to do so much for that team because there's nobody else. Oladipo does nothing for the team. He brings nothing to the team. You know, you have you have Robertson hasn't progressed further than Robertson was playing great. I, he was hitting everything. I thought he played really well, but early, to me early. he hasn't progressed past what his role was whenever it was K D and and Well he's still a defensive player. He's still a defensive yeah, exactly. player. So he was on Harden most of the game and Harden's just too quick for him. But unfortunately but, you have to have some offense from a but lot of these guys. He was on fire. He was on fire. He had his first early, four four threes. On. He hit his first four threes. Um, I don't want to talk much about this game because the Rockets dominated in the second half. I mean, I want to touch on this game because... Quickly. This game I watched, man, was absolutely incredible. And I obviously, I... I, I was, was impressed. I was on, on the Harden bandwagon whenever we talked about MVP talking. Yeah. And I still am because I think James Harden is just that transcendent of a guy. He's just developed so much and he's... He's changed his game and adapted and made Houston a better team. And I think them getting rid of Dwight Howard made a whole lot of room for them to come together a lot more. And, and you know, and this Rockets team is really, really good. And we talked last week of how I thought San Antonio would be better than them. But, man, this Rockets team, just watching that one game was just... Harden came out of the game and yeah. then had to come back because Beverly needed to go to the locker room and get checked out. And oh, Harden, he got lit up. And he did not miss a beat. Harden was ready to be done for the game with 31 points, came back, drained two threes back-to-back, and was just mixing the pot, dude. It was. I'll be honest. It was awesome to watch. Like I, I almost felt like becoming a Houston fan just right there in that moment. Well, I remember being a Houston fan with McGrady, one of my favorite players, and that team, you know, against Kobe and when it was still Ron Artest before he was Meta World Peace. 
you know, that was the, the stuff I loved watching the Rockets. And Yao Ming and, and, and teams like that. I used to love the Rockets watching them play. And this team now, Mike D'Antoni has worked this team into what he envisioned for the Lakers years ago. But Kobe was too old. And here's here's the thing I heard on, on Cowherd today. He, he said, you know, there's people who are smarter than the Times will basically allow. Mm-hmm. You know, people aren't ready for what geniuses have to offer. D'Antoni came to, to L.A. and had Kobe and Powell and, you know, all these big guys. And they're like, hey, big guys, go big, go big. He's like, I don't want to go big. I want to go small. I want to shoot threes. I want to move the, move the court up and down. And the NBA wasn't ready for it. The pace is phenomenal. But then you look – but then you look – what a year or two later, Golden State comes around and you see Steph Curry and and the back and forth the four almost four guards on the court, especially now considering Kevin Durant's pretty much a three guard playing a four. The speed of the game is so much faster and it's all up and down, back and forth, and now you see the Rockets and D'Antoni was ahead of his time, and and I heard Coward saying that people were going to Chip Kelly at Oregon before he went to the NFL, saying, we want to know what you're doing. Or when he, when he finally got to the NFL, what did you do at Oregon where we can basically go off your plan? And the Rockets are on a good, a good path to what the NBA has become, the speed, the shooting, shoot threes. And you see guys now like Pau Gasol shooting threes, with San Antonio. And the reason he's doing that and he wouldn't do it for Dan Tony is because Greg Popovich is a respected coach. If Popovich says shoot threes, play a little further out, shoot the shots, move the speed, he's going to listen. And, you know, Dan Tony's finally got these kids to listen and they're a young team. I like watching the Rockets play. They're a fun team to watch. I think they can make a run, but let's let's. I think they're about to sue the Thunder, honestly. I mean, I do too. they're just I way do too. too much for them. I, I agree, I agree. Um, so Cavs and Pacers had two really close games, one point game and what a four point game, and the Cavs just closed late. Finally, were able to uh, overcome the Pacers. They're up two two nothing in that series. The Cavs are exactly who you think they are, though. I mean. They know how to close games because they've been in so many of them. But to me, I I have better expectations for the Cavs. And especially when I see, I don't know if you saw this earlier, but I saw this video of like just how embarrassed like Larry Bird is of stuff. But it, it's LeBron James getting a pass off of a steal. And he, he probably travels off of the initial pass. But then he dribbles and picks it up and takes four steps to the rack and slams it home all by himself. There's no travel call. There's nothing. I mean, just... Oh, hey, buddy. What's up, guys? Just the utter disrespect to the game that, well, honestly, sometimes LeBron James I don't know. I don't know shows. why you're surprised. surprised. I, I'm not surprised. I'm just... He I'm gets just, away with every travel he's ever done. I'm dumbfounded at the lack of respect for the game anymore because, I mean, good grief. Like, an open, open lane dunk... You shouldn't travel, and that's just that's the epitome of what this series is to me. It's it's a joke. The fundamentals are gone, but uh, the Cavs are up two nothing. Uh, real quick, 
Toronto won tonight, so they are up. Uh, even 1-1. Clippers and Utah will play tonight as well. Um, 9.30. Which is already passed. Uh, but we'll go ahead and talk Spurs because that series is kind of interesting as far as one and only thing. Spurs are up 2 nothing. Not a big surprise there. Um, the number two seed against the seven seed, Memphis Grizzlies. Last night got a little interesting, though. Um, the coach, if you don't know, I don't even remember his name. Honestly, I could... Fit something. Yeah, something like that. Fitzelli or... Uh, but regardless, just means nothing. Um... Spurs win the game. It was close, kind of, again. David Fizdale. Fizdale, yeah. Something with an F. He knew it was an F. Yeah, very close. Yeah, fuck you, Fizdale. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He got real pissed off after the game. Uh, You know, both games were kind of close, halftime in the third quarter. Um, And then the Spurs end up running away in game one, winning by a lot. Uh, And then post-game, game two, Fizdale... Blew up, slammed the desk, and questioned the refereeing and the calls that were made. Said his team was there, deserved to be there, proved that they deserved to be there with the Spurs and playing against the Spurs and could compete with the Spurs. And basically just slammed the desk and walked off. And what was he saying? I don't even remember the exact quote, but he's he was really pissed. not happy with the refereeing that's going on in their series he just right said it was now. Um, it came down basically to the amount of shots in the paint versus free throws that. Oh, he talked about Zebo. Talked about Zebo. And versus the amount of shots in the paint versus the free throws that the Spurs are getting, and the Spurs are getting a lot more free throws. Yeah. Um, it's, it's seventeen kind of, it's for kind seventeen, of, I think. It's kind game. of weird because at one point in that game. Kawhi had 18 points on like 4 of 7 shooting and had made 10 of 10 free throws. And that was in the first half. I think he finished like 16 or 19. Yeah, I mean... He had every free throw he shot. It's pretty weird, but what's weirder to me is the disparity in the amount of fouls that are getting called on 3-point shots for the Spurs versus the 3-point shots for the Grizzlies. I mean, all in all... San Antonio is just getting a lot more whistles, um, and I think that's why Fizdale is just so frustrated. Yeah. And, I mean, deserve- I can't say that. Deservedly so. I I have a problem with refereeing in the NBA, too. I bet a lot of people do, David Fizdale, so I think we're all going to be on your side for this one. But uh, you're going to have to cut the check. He's going to have to cut the check, and they're going to fine him for what he said about the refs. Uh, but let's go ahead. We need to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back to talk uh, with our special guest, talk some NHL, and then get into first impressions. So we'll be right back with the Sports Buzz. What is up, everybody? We're back. 
thanks for that beautiful uh, intermission music by Hermitude. Hermitude! I like this new generation of music. There we go. Much better than the college show. Got it. Yeah, it was much better than last time. Uh, yeah, so back on the Sports Buzz here. I'm your host, Spencer Stillman. We are uh, about to get into a little bit of breakdown. We, we just talked NBA. Talked first weekend of the playoffs. But the NBA is not the only professional sport that's going on right now uh, as far as playoffs go. You know, we got NHL and chill. A little bit of chill. A little bit of chill going on. Bro. Um, it was exciting. There was a bunch of really good games. And, uh, you know, our picks... Are looking like shit right now. So speak for yourself, <laughs> Ballad. Go ahead and um, we we do have a special guest. Go ahead and go ahead and bring him on here. We got a special guest and a great friend of mine. He was on the junior Olympic team uh, as a child. Played for the Topeka Roadrunners uh, and recently graduated from OU, where he also played. Uh, welcoming onto the show for the first time, Corey Ramsey. Corey, thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks for coming, Corey. Uh, so it was, it was a pretty exciting weekend, man. We had some really good games. This is uh, Spencer, by the way. Um, you know, we, we had a couple of overtime games. We actually had a double overtime game in the um, in the Washington series. And you know, give us, let's go ahead and uh, you can just go ahead and roast our picks real quick. Just. Bala, do you want to tell them yeah, what our picks are first, and then uh, and then let, let Corey just tear us apart? Yeah, Corey, so starting off, Spencer has Washington winning the Eastern Conference, and then Chicago coming out of the West, and Washington yeah. winning the whole damn thing. Tell tell Spencer where he's right and where he's wrong. All right, well, I'll go ahead and say I had Washington winning the entire thing as well. I yeah, mean, baby. they were pretty much expert come on Corey you're supposed to be the guy who's supposed to watch all this shit um, they're saying your you, picks are dog shit like oh that. yeah oh yeah my, <laughs> my picks are awful uh you know I obviously you know I picked Chicago because I thought they were gonna keep playing good but you know back like they did in 2012 the Washington series is gonna be interesting if Washington can just get through the series obviously they're gonna be exhausted moving in especially with that double OT game which was so exciting yeah. to watch, by the way. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, every game's been OT, so they're wearing themselves down right now. 
Exactly. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, Corey, please, continue. Oh, yeah, and then I was going to go on to the next. I see Coach B. Uh, he's got Washington as well. Kind of the same spiel there uh, with the uh, San Jose team, which I would say is another shitty pick. Uh, <laughs> the, last, the last 15 games of the regular season, the Sharks won two of them. And then going into playoffs, they're making their, their best forward in Joe Thornton and then uh, another number three forward to uh, Bogey Couture had a broken jaw and didn't even play. But uh, they're actually holding on pretty well right now. They're up right now one nothing against Edmonton so you can never quite rule the Sharks out because you don't really know what you're going to get um, but they're actually looking pretty solid right now but if you would have asked me a month ago I would have said San Jose is probably going to lose the first five or six games in the first round but they're holding <laughs> on right now well, I gotta say, Corey, you know, they made it to the finals last year, and I didn't know anybody else out of the West, so that's kind of what I was stuck with. They also got some cool-ass jerseys, uh, but getting... They do have some pretty kick-ass jerseys. Getting uh, Thor... I mean, since... Go ahead, Corey. Go ahead. I-, I was gonna say, I mean, taking San Jose and putting them through, it's, it's not a bad bet. It's really not. Yeah. Um, I think it was very uncharacteristic of them to do what they did to end the season, but... If they get going, they're, they're pretty tough to beat. Well, they were without Joe Thornton, so they got him back and, you know. Yeah, he's back. He uh, was out there, got his fist on the first goal tonight. Yeah, and so. and his first game back in game three, I thought he made a big difference. You know, coming out on the fourth line, it, he, they're just trying to get him back in into game shape. He's um, so big. But I think he's just the guy that's going to have to make the difference for them if they do make a run in this playoffs. You do know his nickname is oh, Jumbo, right? right? And he's one of those players that he's not putting up Always contributing in another way, whether it's, you know, making a big hit or he's got to drop the gloves and fight. He can go with the heaviest of the heavy in the NHL. So well, he's that, definitely a difference to me. That beard is fierce, man. That beard is looking gnarly. Oh, man, the Sharks, him and Bernsey, they got some pretty kick-ass beards. They look like a bunch of biker boys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead and, uh, and roast uh, Ballard's picks here. Yeah, buddy. They've got the number one. They've got the number one shutdown uh, center in the NHL. They've got a bunch of guys now that are contributing. They've got three good lines. They pick up thirty goal scorer Patrick Sharp from the start in that deadline. They can bruise and bang with the best of them, and uh, they've got some speed. So I, I like that pick. Then uh, to flip over to your East with Montreal, I do not like that pick. I think that is your shitty pick. Um, <laughs> Montreal, they obviously have the best goaltending in the NHL. Um, they got that new coach about two months before playoffs, uh, who's prides himself on the defensive structure, having guys like Shea Weber and Bernie Carey Price are hard to score on. But I do not think that they have the offensive firepower to outscore teams like Pittsburgh and Washington if they advance. Um, they're sitting in a pretty tough series right now with the Rangers, 2-2. Two to two. Uh, the Rangers were the last place team in the, in the Metropolitan Division, which they say is the best division in all of sports. Uh, so they were only a couple wins behind Montreal, who finished first in the Atlantic. Um, so I think they're going to have trouble getting through New York. If they do win, I think it's going to go seven games, and, and they're going to be beat. Uh, and like I said, I don't think they're able to uh, outgun teams like Washington and Pittsburgh. Well, here's the thing, Corey. I, I wanted to see a little Canada versus America in the championship 
so that I had a clear way to root for the USA champions. And I just didn't see another way for that to happen other than Montreal and Anaheim. Fucking Canadian. That's right. Uh, like last year, not, not one Canadian team made it in. I thought it was badass. But, um, no, I mean, Montreal, they, they can be good. Hold I just on. don't think they have uh, what it takes to be the best. Oh, move that. Oh, man. I'm dying with that Canadian quote right there. <laughs> um, so, Corey, what do you see for the rest of the playoffs? And at this point... Who do you have winning it as far as how everybody's playing right now? As far as everybody's playing right now, I would say probably Anaheim and Nashville look like the two best teams in the West. Um, It's weird to say because Minnesota's going to probably get swept by St. Louis. They look terrible. (laughs) They look Um, horrible. true hockey player um yeah pittsburgh looks good they lost tonight to columbus but um they made it close even though they're getting their ass kicked early on uh lost by a goal but um still up 3-1 i think pittsburgh i'm hoping that it's pittsburgh and washington in the eastern finals um yep. who do you uh, let's let's get a quick uh prediction on who you see in the uh, conference finals Yeah, go and scratch that one. Ovechkin. Um, I didn't mean to take that. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, yeah, they, they got the firepower for sure. And they've got, I mean, they've got like three or four Olympic defensemen on their team. Yeah. And then uh, Olympic, I mean, they had the best boy in the NHL throughout the regular season. So yeah, but I they're think it's struggling right now. Like some sort of weird curse on Washington. If they don't, if Washington doesn't win it this year, I don't think they're ever going to win it in the Ovechkin era. I agree. I think the team is as, as talented as they could be. Um, 
All right, well, I think... Yeah, Corey, we gotta let you go. We gotta keep this show under an hour, but I appreciate you coming on. We we know you're going international in a couple of days. Are you gonna be reachable uh, to to talk to us, or are we gonna have to try to guess how these playoffs are going? No, I should I should be reachable for sure. I, I'll be out of town in about two weeks. I'll be international, but uh, I'm obviously gonna be keeping up with my hockey and I'll have my phone. So hopefully, I can get a hold of you guys. You know, maybe throughout the week and. Keep you guys updated on what's going on in uh, regards to hockey. Yeah, sure, bud. We'll uh, definitely uh, hit you up, and we're gonna we're gonna definitely talk some some hockey, eh? <laughs> Let's do it. I appreciate it, boys. Make sure you turn those damn NBA games off and turn on a real sport. Right <laughs> <laughs> hey, the NHL game is on right now on Ballast TV in the living room, so don't you worry. Hey, Corey, we really uh-huh. appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving us your uh, expert uh, insight. Thanks, guy. All right. See you later, Corey. Yeah. All right, so that was our NHL talk. Since uh, we know nothing about the NHL, obviously. I feel like I just went from a like C minus grade point average in NHL hockey to a B plus. I hope so. I mean, I hope I got more knowledge on that. I don't know if I'm going to retain it, but um, we'll go ahead and get into our first impressions because there's no way we're making that under an hour right now. Not that attitude. <laughs> Um, Ballad, hit us with the games. First impressions? First impression, we got Cavs at the Pacers. Spencer, first impression? Uh, Cavs. Zach? Yeah, I don't see the Pacers getting back in this one. Uh, Cavs going to win this one in five. Yeah, I'm going to give the Pacers this one game. Uh, okay, uh, Raptors at the Bucks. I'll take the Raptors in this one. I'm uh, going Greek Freak. Bucks. It's been an interesting so series. I think... The Greek freak has taken over. I think. Oh, yeah, you did say that. I think the Raptors are... Yeah, you did. <laughs> I think the Raptors are the better team, though. I'm going to take the Bucks at home, though. Yeah, baby. Uh, Spencer, we're at the Spurs in Memphis taking all the Grizzlies. What do you think? First impressions? Uh, I'm going to go Grizzlies just because of the fire that the coach put out there. Mm. Players are going to play for him for one game. Grizzlies. Coach, what about you? The players will play for him. I think they'll get a more balanced called game at home. But the Spurs have proven their way too much for Memphis. I got the Spurs in this one. No. I'll take the Spurs with you, Coach. Damn it. Uh, Celtics at the Bulls. Is this game on Thursday? Is it on TNT? It's on Friday. It's on Friday. Oh. Mm. Yeah, give me the Celtics in this one. Uh, Coach. Celtics at Bulls. What do you think? You know what he's uh, thinking. Can't, can't bet against my Celtics. I uh, saw a beautiful moment between Avery Bradley and Isaiah Thomas. It just tells me everything is going to be okay. I got the Celtics. Who are you, Spencer? It's going to be fine. I got the Celtics. They're going to win. Right back at you, Spencer. We got the Rockets taking on Rockets. your Thunder. Well, it's, sorry, it's your Rockets and your Thunder taking on each other at your house. Uh, What's your first impression? Depends on what you're classifying as my house. I, I don't classify my houses in Oklahoma, so... Uh, I'm going to go with the Rockets. I'm going to go with the Texas team. Uh, they're going to win game two on Wednesday, which is obviously after you're listening to this. But uh, they're also going to win um, game three. I think they may sweep. We talked about this earlier. So they may sweep. Yeah, I said they were going to sweep earlier. I got the Rockets. Sweep, sweep. Clean house. I love it all. Uh, Clippers at the Jazz in Utah. Uh, I'm going to take the Jazz in this game. I like them 
uh, to win this one. Uh, Coach Bean, what do you like? I like the Jazz as well at home. I'm, uh, I'm going to ride Utah at home. Spencer, first impression? You know, I like the way the Jazz are playing. Uh, we talked about D'Antoni and his coaching uh, mentality and this, this uh, kind of ahead of his time. I think the Jazz are kind of on that same line. I like the, the team. I like Joe Johnson. I like Hayward. I'm going Jazz. I think they're going to win this series against the Clippers. All right, come back to the NHL and start with you, Spencer. We have the Rangers yeah, taking on the, Can- the Canadians. And now what did I say? The Can- the, the Canadia? I forgot. I forgot. Canadia. Um, Canadia. He called it Canadia. Can- Canadians? No. Or something? He Canadia. called Canada Canadia. Canadia. Canadia, that's what it was. Yeah, Rangers um, at Canadia. Who I'm going like? to go with Canadia here. I'm going to pick the Canadians. Uh, I I don't think the Rangers uh, have what it takes to to beat them. Coach, I'm really torn because they've each stolen a game on the road so far in the series, which makes it really interesting. The Rangers have made it close. Uh, I got a good friend at work from New York, so I'm gonna ride with the Rangers in this one. LGR. Ooh, I'll Fuck split with the Canadians. That home ice advantage. That a boy. Can't get wrong with it. Boy. The Blue Hawks. Taking on the Pittsburgh Penguins, or I'm sorry, Blue That's Jackets. Blue Jackets. <laughs> Blue Hawks, Blue Jackets, who cares? Penguins Blue Hawks, this one Black Jackets. Coach, Black what's your Hawks. first impression? Uh, Pittsburgh is way too good. They dropped the one tonight, but going home, Pittsburgh's going to close us off. Spencer, BJ, what do you like? It's been a good series. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Penguins. Penguins. Send it right back to you. We got those... Blue Hawks and Black Hawks at the Predators. Good God. Black Hawk down. Corey thinks they can do it. What do you think? First impression? Uh, Corey likes the Predators. I'm going Predators. Even though I picked the Black Hawks, I got I to gotta go with our NHL expert. Here we go. They're at home. Black Oops. Hawks down. Uh, Chicago's in a whole lot of trouble going to Nashville. I don't like that. I'm going to take the Predators for my old roommate, Evan Spielberg. We agree on this that one. Guy too. The Sharks taking on the Oilers. I'll take San Jose in this one. Coach, what do you like? First impressions? Uh, I like the way the Sharks have been playing. They got Thornton back. I'm going to stick with my pick, unlike uh, our host over here who's flip-flopping like a politician. I'm going to go with San Jose. (laughs) I didn't think we were going to talk politics this round. Uh, Just a quick shout-out to Evan Spielvogel. (laughs) Fuck you. Um... (laughs) But I'm going to take the Oilers just, just because uh, I hate you, too. Yeah. Old I like coach, it. Old Coach being I hate you, too, I'm going to take the Oilers. Like What's next? Uh, right back at you. The Maple Leafs taking on your winners, the Capitals. Caps. Caps. Caps here. i got to be a Caps guy, too. Yeah, buddy. I'll take the Maple Leafs just for fun. Oh, fuck Canada. Uh, Bruins taking on the Senators. I don't know anything about either of these teams. <laughs> Give me the Bruins. Um, I'm going to go with the Bruins, and I think I know where Zach's going to go on this. I'll drink for the Zach. That's two drinks. That's twice. But I'm pretty sure I know where he's going. Coach? I, I like Boston. There you go. Uh, right back you at, don't say. Right back at you, Coach. Flames in Anaheim taking on the Ducks. <sighs> I'm not big on Flames. I'm not a Flamer, as you can tell. Mm. But uh, I'm going to ride it. Debatable. I couldn't tell. Debatable. I'm going to ride uh, Coach Emilio in this one. Go Ducks. I like the Ducks, too. Spencer, round us out. What's your first impression? Quack. 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 Well done. Um, 
Alright, so that's going to conclude our first impressions. I remembered what I was going to talk about. So we're going to go and get right into our nightcap, sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. A beer for any occasion. All Good work, man. Bravo. Work. That was well done. That's what you call a talent. Right Why there. does Chad have such a struggle opening the porters? Because he opens them too slow. He's got granny fingers when he opens In Chad's defense, I also have trouble pouring the porters. So, we were just talking about Boston, how you are... You know, your dad was from, from Maine. You grew up in that area, or you grew up, I grew up rooting there. for teens in that area. Um, and then we had the Boston Marathon. Um, That's what it was. You were right. Yeah. I remembered it. Um, so. Which story are you going to tell? Because there's two that I. Well, there's a couple that I want to talk about. Um, you pick one, I'll pick one. There's, there's two that I want to talk about. You know, we talked earlier about the, the family of, of Boston. And, you know, you had the, the Marine wearing the Semper Fi jersey and carried the American flag the entire marathon. Awesome. Lost a leg in Afghanistan, ran the entire marathon with it. Uh, so there's that, and I'll let you talk about it. Um, but I want to talk about um, really the main, the main story that, that stood out to me with the Boston Marathon. Not only that, I mean, the family feeling that we talked about, Boston being a small town and, and loving everybody. Um, you know, there was the, the first female to run the Boston Marathon. There was that. Look at you. You did your homework. I, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. But um, I wanted to touch on, you know, more of the lighter side before we get into that stuff uh, with Barstool. Um, with the signs... Yeah. That said, all three, th all three stories. Three twenty-eight. I hit them all. I hit them all. Um, so Barstool Sports had a sign that said three twenty-eight, and well, a a person had a running sign. running alongside the runner, the like the head the head group, and ESPN asked for access to this to this picture, and Barstool pretty much said. Uh, how about you go fuck yourself? Not Barstool, the 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 Twitter user. It it was a person specific photo. They asked. Okay, I thought it was asked, actually somebody from Barstool. No, so Barstool Sports posted the story. Okay. But basically, what happened was a Twitter user took a picture of a person running with the sign yeah. three twenty eight, and the as people on Twitter know. And by three twenty eight, we mean. The, the New Patriots England Falcons, and yeah, Falcons yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah. the whole comeback, the, yeah. the story. Yeah. And so anyone on Twitter knows if ESPN assigned desk is asking you for permission, ESPN is wanting to use your product. Yeah. They want to put it on They want to use it on time. all of their multimedia oh, yeah. platforms. Yeah. So the assigned desk asked for permission. And this guy proceeded to tell ESPN assigned us to basically fuck off. Go fuck yourself. After the witch hunt you led against Tom Brady, <laughs> absolutely not. I think and he actually said, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, it was fantastic. I know you enjoyed. And that. all the Boston fans really rallied around it, and you could tell everyone who wasn't a part of that. Yeah, didn't understand. So, and then we also, like I said, the, you know, there was the the story of the first woman to ever run the Boston Marathon. Um, was actually she when, she, when she, she did win like her. She said she ran her best marathon since in the last 
30 something years or something like that which is the last time she ran it well 50 years later she runs she almost got shoved off the course they tried to keep her from running it the first time she ran it she was the first woman ever and her boyfriend actually beat the shit out of the or pushed the bodyguard off of uh off of her so she could finish the race which is pretty cool um she's like 70 years old now and she's still still running it which is awesome bringing more and more women into the to the boston marathon and running as a group and really cool story that she that she was running it again um you got anything else from the boston marathon no, I mean you touched on it. The the marine who that lost was cool part story. of his leg, cool story. Uh, carried, lost half his leg, carried a flag the whole way, um, and then ended up actually carrying another person to finish the marathon. Yeah. So that was really cool. Everyone there I mean, was people stopping him and hugging him and thanking him for what he's done and the sacrifice he's been through. It was so cool to watch. And and right when he got to the finish line, he he didn't put the flag down the entire time. He had names of. Uh, you know his brothers that he's lost in in Afghanistan. He lost a leg. His brothers lost their lives. So, you know, thank you to anybody listening that is uh, in the armed forces, whether it be Army, Navy, Marines, uh, Air Force, you know, Coast Guard, whatever it is, any of it, reserves, all of it. Thank you so much. This is it's all family, and that's that's the cool thing that we talked about earlier with Boston uh, to see the love. And that's the patriotism. That's um, something we're about too, you know. I mean, Adidas. We're all, Adidas. Okay. Did you see what Adidas fucked up on? No. Whew. Uh, real quick, uh, Adidas sent out an email to people who follow Adidas. Sorry, Bal, we're gonna go over yeah, a little cool. bit. Um, Adidas sent out an email that said, "Congratulations, you survived the Boston Marathon." Oh, oh awful. Tough. Yeah, tough break there. And so expect an Adidas apology probably after, uh, you know, before, well before that we posted this episode on Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, what was so, it No, so they better do something because they, they fucked that one up bad. Congratulations, comma, you survived the Boston Marathon. Here's some running deals or something. Um, but, I mean, like we said, this whole <clears throat> show, I mean... We're about family. Yeah. Sports are about family. It's about togetherness well, over there's, there's sadness. the one things that we care about. And there's, there's sadness too. There's and peaks we... and valleys. There's winning and losing. There's tragedy and glory and triumph. And we we talked about and we ride or die with each other. We no talked about what. the family of of Isaiah Thomas and and uh, how awful that must be to lose a sibling. You know, we've all lost relatives you've lost your father and and that's it's something that is very emotional and something that you can't really explain to somebody until you've been through it and something that really upset me and I know we're going to end on on probably a sad note but my prayers my condolences go out to to Todd Heap, former tight end for the, for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, accidentally hit and killed his three-year-old daughter while he's moving his truck. And, you know, this is our nightcap, and, and I'm going to drink 
a little bit more than I should for Todd Heat and and his family because I can't imagine the agony he's going through. It's a parent should never have to bury their child. This, exactly. I mean, that's that's and just what it is. She she died at the hospital after being struck at the family home by the truck. Um, you know, they tested Todd. No, no impairment. It was just an accident. You know, stuff happens, and it's just I can't imagine the sadness that he's feeling right now, and and hopefully he's not thinking of doing something stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember watching Todd Heat play. It's just, it's just a horrible thing to to hear about. <laughs> And as soon as I heard about it, it, it almost brought me to tears. And I hate talking about it right now. Um, so let's stop talking about it. We're going to talk about the uh, Big Three League next weekend, um, which is the uh, player-owned, pretty much. Ice Cube is the, uh, is the commissioner of the three-on-three basketball league. We'll talk about some of the owners, the teams, so where's Zale out? The players, yeah, and it's it's gonna be awesome, and it's uh it's gonna be a quadruple header every single weekend, every city they go to. Can't wait to see it. So there's gonna be eight teams, I believe, obviously, uh, quadruple header. That it's gonna be basically a traveling tour of former basketball players. It's the Globetrotters, but less people who are less talented. And a, no, a lot better talented. Brian Scalabrini's gonna be it's playing. Stable. No, the Red Mamba's going to be playing Brian Scalabrini. Stop Watch calling out. him that. He's the Red Mamba. Look up his highlights on YouTube. That's all we got to talk about tonight. I'm glad we got to finish on Brian Scalabrini because he's the GOAT. Look up his highlights on YouTube if you, if you really want to see the Red Mamba. Uh, for my producer, Zach Ballard. Hey, yo. Thanks for doing your work. Hopefully uh, those wings are, are dope. Should we make a quick pick? Yeah, we should. Quick pick. Uh, hint? Uh, their wings, and you've had this later before. Shit. Um, hatch green chili, baby. Woo! <laughs> Shit. It's gonna be Korean barbecue this week. <laughs> Korean barbecue, baby! Alright. Alright. Um, you should keep track of this. <laughs> <laughs> you should. You've said this a million times, or 26 times, pretty much. Uh, and my co host. Did I say your first name? I probably did. Probably did. Uh, my co host, Coach Bean. <laughs> Who cares, you drunk? Get us out of here. I'm drunk. It's early. We're not it's that early. drunk. Not just, that drunk. Just buzzing. Hit the USA. Oh. Yeah, I'm on that page. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Spencer Stillman. Thank you guys for listening. Follow. Share us. Tweet us. Review us. We're the Sports Buzz. And we are out. Peace. This party is officially over. Oh, <laughs>